Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Thank you, brothers and sisters from um, uh, within the United States and around the world. Um, this is your host tonight, FSJD and FSMC West Coast Ambassador. Obviously, tonight is Thursday, October 5th, 2017. This is a two-part show. Our West Coast, uh, our, actually, sorry, Mel, our uh, World Ambassador, SFML, had some very disturbing news uh, recently out of South Africa. So for the second part, don't go anywhere. You know, as always, uh, we want to thank Antifa and the NSA and everybody else that uh, wishes our demise that we basically say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You've been great supporters. But uh, you guys know where you can go. Doesn't look like we have too many people here yet, Mel. So um, I'm sure they'll... I'm, uh, we don't have too many people here yet, but uh, you get somebody out of Arizona, I've invited Paul. I just text him, so I don't know if he'll show up. Right. Uh, yeah, Country said he was going to be here later tonight, too. He had a girl from Wisconsin, uh, so he'll probably be on here shortly. I kind of gave him a little heads up. Uh-huh. All I made a couple of Facebook posts. Uh, you know, uh, uh, black uh, black first, land first, and these fucks are down in South Africa, and they're they're uh, running the farmers right out of their house, killing them, running them off their land. Uh, and Black Lives Matter started uh, back in 2015. Organizing to bring come to America, just like Black Lives Matter, you know, we talk about some group going to come up working with Black Panthers on eight eight fourteen. They they showed up in Missouri with you know, Black Lives Matter with Black Panthers. Now Black Lives Matter movement out of South Africa Black First Land First Land Grabbing. The farmers running them out. Uh, that's our next wave of niggers coming to America. Uh, these guys all work in the joint. We are going to have trouble. They are coming for your land and your property. The only good thing is that. Three of our Green Berets were down there in West Africa, and they were uh, for the type of terrorist group. I've imagined uh, uh, Black Land Grab was a 
And uh, they're really, they're going to come to America. It's going to get a lot worse to what's getting better. Like I said, the Free Green Parade got killed. It's really drawn a lot of attention to what they're doing. Maybe by camp, some troops out there clean out. Right. Yeah, you're kind of breaking up, or my headset isn't working. I might have to change to the next one, but uh, we got Oregon on the call now. Uh, so I guess let's just start kind of what I wanted to kind of go over. You know, um, oh, yes, yes, we'll get over to your uh, uh, on the uh, shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, um, really, guys, uh, the shooter in Vegas, and you know, I'm not going to name any names uh, for legality matters, but um, all I can say is really, what the fuck. I don't know what was going in that guy's head. I don't know what was in his head. I All I know is that guy was whacked the fuck out. How the hell are you going to sit there and fire so many thousands of rounds at a country music concert that is basically white and be logical about it. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, like I said, the NSA and, yeah, I mean, everybody is trying to get information about this guy. I, I don't have a clue who this guy is. I, I know he's not within any of, any of our organizations, even though the news media, and we'll get into that a little bit later, would like you to think so. I mean, they're trying to pin anything and everything on this guy to make Anybody, boy, they would love to make us look bad, uh, especially, you know, as, as far as white preservationists. But, uh, you know, they, I, you know, like I said, yeah, I, I just don't know what was going on this guy's, going through this guy's mind. Um, you know, for the victims of Vegas, I'm speechless. I, I don't know what to say to that kind of mass violence. I, I, I know it's not called, I, I know it's not called for. I mean, that, that. That I do know. I mean, unless, I, I, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what went through this guy's mind. I have no idea. I don't know who and why he targeted a country music band uh, or a country music, you know, uh, uh, concert to begin with. You know, the 58 dead, the 500 wounded. Now, the 500 wounded isn't just, from his gun, it, you know, it's people that were trampled on, uh, other things. I'm not trying to downplay what happened in Vegas in any way, any way, shape, or form. I just, you know, you know, like I said, I'm speechless as far as what this guy did and who is he really connected to because he's not connected to us. He's got to be connected to somebody much higher <laughs> than, than any, any of us would ever know. A number one. And here, here's what I'm, what I've heard. This guy's a multimillionaire. Yeah. He collected, he collected hundreds of guns, legally, under legal means, hundreds of guns. He was on nobody's radar, and all of a sudden he does this. For what purpose? What did it gain? It gained us basically about the same thing that Dylan Roof gained, you know, gained us with the, the little rebel flag, one little rebel flag on a one little Facebook post, even though he had a nigger friend. 
That's what it gained us. It absolutely gained us nothing. Right. Not a damn thing, man. Uh, look when that Dylan Roof shot that church up. Uh, they tore his shit apart, man. He was on the news for months. And now uh, this nigger shoots this church up and nothing. And now this guy. Yeah, where where is he? Yeah. And he was a Muslim, too. And then uh, and, and this guy here seeing a sand nigger out in Las Vegas. You can't get that one. I mean, most of the uh, arms was in his car, I guess, is what they're saying now. But their story has changed twice since that morning. Oh, that's, their stories have changed several times, and that's why, you know, now, you know, I'm I'm on board with, you know, a certain individual with the fake, the fake media because, um, I mean, basically look at what the G media or fake news has done to his family. And when I say hell, they beat the FBI to his brother's doorstep. That takes some doing. They beat, they, they, the, the fucking news beat the FBI to his brother's doorstep. Yeah. Then his, then his brother goes out and says, no, he's not a supremacist. No, he's not a, He's not political. No, he's not this. No, he's not that. And they're like throwing, oh, he's got to be a supremacist or he's got to be Muslim or he's got to be this or he's got to be. And then his brother gets more and more mad. Well, guys, this is the exact example. This is exactly why we do not talk to the fake news or Jewish media organizations. This is exactly why. This is a prime example as to why they never wanted to beat the FBI to the doorstep to talk to the brother. And number two, they started throwing the allegations out. And I mean, the brother basically was screaming at him at the end after the FBI just grilled him. <laughs> That's no lie. Yeah, he, he's probably like a fucking sleeping parrot. He's just kind of poking with a stick and then let the media have him. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know, I'm not down, trying to downplay the 58 dead and the 500 wounded in Las Vegas, but, you know, my heart does go out to his family, even though he, they, okay. they are no association to us in any way, shape, or form, because they are getting grilled, not just by the fake news, but they are getting grilled by the FBI and everybody else. And, uh, you know, we, it, unless you connect A to B with his family, leave, leave his fucking family alone. Yeah. He's got a 90-year-old He's got a ninety year old mother he's taking care of, and he's got to explain to him that his brother just killed 48 fucking people. Leave the dude alone would be my best suggestion to everybody. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the fake, that's what the fake media does best. Is he a white supremacist? You know, he shot at white people. Is he a terrorist? Well, you know, truly, truly, I believe that, uh, that anybody's white has been tagged as a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> regardless if you, you know, regardless if you're part of an organization. Hell, if you ride a motorcycle and have the American flag in front of your house, you're on a watch list. A lot of people don't understand what the government looks at and what what they follow and uh, what they what they basically look at. Okay, he owns a Harley and he you know he's got an American flag. Well, he's on a watch list because he might join an organization. 
Right. That that just killed me, Mel. I mean, seriously, brother. I mean, it, just because you're on a Harley and you're a patriot, patriot, basically, and you believe what the founding fathers believed in, and you believe in the Constitution, and you believe in um, the, the white people in, in general, because they built this land, and they built the world, basically. Um, yeah. Oh, now you're a terrorist. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you know what I say to the government and everybody else? You can tag me or you can, you can label me anything you want. I know true and true in my heart what I truly am. And it's nothing that you have labeled me. Nothing. You know, I mean, come on, I mean, seriously? Right. And they they, they, they should change some shit up, man. I mean, it's just fucked up out there. Uh, Now they're going to declare war on guns, you know, because one guy put out. I think that's what it's about because uh, they want to grab our guns. We can't fight back. We got to count on the government to defend us rather than our our uh, our own people. Well, see, the government doesn't want you to know how to live off the land. The government doesn't want you to know um, survival skills. The government doesn't want you to know how to plant a garden or hunt. Uh, they don't want you to know any of that because they want you to be dependent upon them. That worked out real well for Flint, Michigan, didn't it, Mel? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that water was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. To be dependent on the government, you've got to be the stupidest, the dumbest idiot I've ever known. And that would include the SPLC. Yeah. I I talked to Brother RJ recently, and he told me a story, and I was just I laughing. I, I mean, I almost cried tears at the story he told me about the SDLC and a little meet with with a little meet and greet with the police. Yeah. I don't know if RJ has shared that story with you. Um, I'm sure. Um, well, Brother John, I'm sure you, Mel, and a lot of brothers are going up to the reunion conference. We're not going to state where it's at, um, and it's not because we're afraid of anybody. It's because uh, I, I'm sure there'd be a lot of people there that would like to uh, dance, should I say, and um, we're, we're, not oh, one to, we're not one to sway away from danger. I mean, if you bring it to the table, then guess what? Uh, you better have a pretty good chopping board. There's no sense in biting the front door, though. Well, you know, um, there, there's other organizations that put out there, oh, well, we're going to be at this certain art and this club, and we're going to have all these organizations there, and Antifa shows up, and, well, Antifa got arrested for their protection. Really? You pussies? The last time I checked, out in California, you, you got your asses handed to you. Yeah. So who's who is who for whose protection? 
But I mean, that's that's another story. But you know, I I I, I really do. What now? I said we've seen these groups all in the past on the news, everywhere they gather, and they have the news media there as only. We don't do that. Well, we don't do that. The mere, the reason we don't do that is uh, look what the what, look what the news media has done to the family of the shooter in Vegas. Now, I don't agree with anything that the shooter in Vegas did, full and whole wholeheartedly. But I do disagree with the, what the news has done to his family. His family had nothing to do with it until you have a bone on the family or something, some other proof that I don't know of. Said leave his family alone. Let them grieve. I mean, if it was my brother and he went out and did that, like his brother said, an asteroid fell out of the sky. He never even knew he had automatic weapons. Right. He's got to explain this to a 90-year-old mother. So... He's got his own. He's all, he's got his own grief, and plus, he just lost his brother. Yeah. And he's got to face the news and know his brother's the type of guy that I mean, imagine what this guy's friends and family think of him. Man. They're, they're holding him accountable for what his brother's done. A lot of people will do that, you know. Your brother's the guy that got the top the town off, man. So what? It wasn't the it wasn't his brother down in Florida that pulled the trigger. I don't know. Brooks don't seem to think that guy's a real shooter. Who? The guy in the hotel room, Bob. What's his name? Oh, hell, I don't, you know, I I know, but I'm not going to say for... He's dead the whole time. He's thinking maybe he was dead the whole time. That could be, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, CIA or somebody leave the body behind and act like that's it. You know, uh, they could be a Democratic put a band on guns. I mean, they're really behind the Black Lives Matter movement. They're the ones who really don't want to see them have guns. Well, I mean, you know, we're talking about, yeah, I mean, we, we're talking about a conspiracy theory there, and, you know, until that's proven, you know, I, you know, I don't really go into conspiracy theories. Yeah, I mean, that's, good, that's an option. You know, all options are on the table. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think he killed himself. I think when he shot at the security guard that they basically the SWAT team that had the um, explosives that detonated, detonated, detonated the explosives blow his door open, I think they shot him personally, but they're not releasing that. Um, but they did They did insinuate that in one of the um, interviews. They did insinuate that he got in a firefight with um, SWAT, you know, and um, that, that could be. Uh, but it's also, it's also very funny that this guy had cameras in the room and in the hallway and in the peephole, and uh, nothing was recorded. Yeah. Ain't all the police supposed to be wearing body cams nowadays? Well, no, that's what the shooter had. What, a body cam? 
Now, the shooter had a camera in the hallway, camera in the room, and a camera um, at the peephole. That's how he knew the security guard was at his door. And that's when he unloaded, I think, somewhere around 200 rounds. The security guard hit him. And, um, you know, I'm thinking, the, the, you know, he might have, the, the, shoot, the supposed shooter, uh, door is probably blown off and shot immediately by SWAT. By oh, yeah. Vegas SWAT. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they, they just waste no time to go to this guy now. I don't know. Right? No, they don't. No, they don't. No. Uh, that's the whole thing. I mean, I, if I was a cop doing he had it, it sounded like a fully automatic weapon with that, uh, with that, uh, that bump on it, you know. It sounded like it was fully automatic. I mean, they had a lot of limits. Yeah, Mel, um, there's a certain national organization that has called for a government review on the legalities of the bump stock accessories, stating, I'm not naming the association or the organization, stating that this simulates automatic weapon fire. Motherfucker, I heard automatic weapon fire. I didn't hear simulated automatic weapon fire. It killed 58 fucking people, and, and that does not simulate to me that it was semi-automatic fire. That was automatic fire. It sounded like a goddamn M16. Yes, it did. You, know, you, can't, you can't tell me whatever, bump, whatever a bump stock is simulates an automatic weapon fire. It is automatic weapon fire. That's what I heard, and I've, I've replayed that and replayed that, and you got to realize I have some very good surround sound, and there is no way in hell that is a simulation of automatic weapon fire. Oh, no. That is automatic weapon fire. Yeah, I knew that from the beginning. I mean, it can't be a military rifle from our military because uh, back in Reagan's day on... Uh, you know, he took the 21 guns to the south to save ammunition, and he also broke our military down to three shot first. So that's got to be an AK from another country. Well, uh, I know. I mean, um, they're actually now on a on a um, on an M16. You can ask BK this. He'd be the he'd be the. I wish we could get BK on tonight. He'd be the um, uh, he, he'd be the basically the advisor on weapons. Uh, due, oh, yeah. due to the mere fact of, um, you know, his background, um, he would actually be able to explain what a bump stock is. I don't know what it is. Um, but there is two selector switches, I do believe, on the M16, and that is a three-round burst and fully auto. Oh. One selector is three-round, and one selector uh, is full auto. So, you you know, pull one, pull the trigger once, it, it, it shoots off three rounds, and if you pull, you put it on full auto, you, you you put that selector on, you pull the trigger, it unloads the magazine. So there is a selector switch on um, the M16, M4s, and and all those. As far as any any military M16 that you, you can't buy them, I mean, but you can buy class three firearm weapons out here in um, the the Midwest and. 
basically um, the the license doesn't go to you. It's on the weapon, but you are cleared by the government to be in possession of this automatic weapon. Does that make sense? What? You could get a class three firearms license. Oh yeah, and then fully automatic weapon. Yeah, and all fully auto. Yeah. It's a class three, basically. But they do a fucking serious, serious background check on that. Even to have a gun license, you gotta you gotta go through a series of tests. Uh federal fucking background check. Oh, yeah, you do. But, I mean, I, you know, there's several people that are out there that have that, you know. I mean, I know a couple of people in the ex-Navy SEALs that had SFLs and, you know, uh, Class 3 firearms that they sold. And, I mean, it was it, I mean, they were just acquaintances of mine, but, I mean, you know, I know people that have military backgrounds that, you know, have automatic weapons. And, this guy, of course, in Vegas did not have any military background, and that, that brings up another thing. How did that motherfucker shoot 400 yards, never firing a fully automatic weapon, and, and killing 48 and hurting 500? Suspicious at the very least. You gotta realize, 400 yards is four football fields. Oh, the shot, huh? Well, that or you sprayed a lot of bullets, Brooke. Yeah, well, as many people as there, it wouldn't be hard. That's 400 yards? Yeah, I wasn't aiming somebody in particular. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know, he was 32 floors up, and at 400 yards, he was shooting down. So, yeah, I, I could see it, but I, I just don't know where his uh, training came from. You have to have some form of training, even if it's just a semi-automatic weapon, to shoot that far. I don't know. They haven't even, Mel, have they even said what type of weapons he was using? Was it AR-15s? Was it... Um, uh, bars, you know, you know, Browning automatic rifles. Was it, uh, and, you know, M1 Grands? Was it, you know, and I mean, it obviously it wasn't M16. I've seen the weapon. It looks like a typical AR-15, or maybe possibly something been, that's been converted to uh, uh, an SKS round. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a typical AR-15 to me, but I don't know. If the, I, you know, the bump stock to me was astounding to say the least. I, I've never even heard of a bump stock, but, I, you know, it didn't simulate automatic weapon fire. It was automatic weapon fire to me. I mean, from what I heard, it's kind of like a, a, a full-on, full-blown M16, personally. Hey, Mel, did you know the ATF got a promotion? What? Alcohol, tobacco, and, tobacco and firearms got a promotion? Did they? For what? 
Well, now they're on the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Wow. Oh, yeah. They they included explosives. Why well, thought that went along with uh, firearms? I no. Mean, it's, it's now called the ATFC. Uh, I was like, you know, you, you, uh, first off, you, you, you found, you, first off, you make a, uh, a, a, a an organization of the government that is against what founded this country, and that was alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Is what founded the United States. If anybody would go back and actually read and learn history, alcohol was a very valuable asset. Tobacco was a cash crop, and firearms were were a very valuable asset. And then, they, and then years and years and years later, they created the ATF. Well, you know, because guys were bootlegging whiskey, they was running cigarettes uh, across country to you know cheaper places. I could see them having to do something about the uh, organized crime, but uh, to actually come up with something that were our citizens. Making them criminal, wrong. Well, uh, you look back at um, back in the day, the East Coast. What was their cash crop? Tobacco. What was another asset? Artillery or firearms. What was another asset? Alcohol. So, I mean, um, George Washington had fifty gallons of what at his inauguration? Whiskey. You know, if those guys went out there and ran through that snow and the boots got bad and they were running barefoot, I, I read it all in school, you know. They were wrapping their feet with dead man's bones to keep from getting uh, frostbite. And you know they drank whiskey while they were doing shit like that. Yeah. There ain't no way in hell if an average man would get out there and drop through snow and ice like that and footed unless he had a few drinks. Right, right. Well, you know the uh, the fake news. You know, also another thing, and and this is very interesting. The fake news also reported that the gunman had fifty pounds of explosives in his vehicle. Right, fifty pounds of explosives, and it named it. You know what? Tannerite. Yeah, that target. Tannerite. And it's a, and it's available at any and all local sporting goods stores. It's legal, but yet they're saying he has fifty pounds of explosives. They're not telling you the fake news. Is not telling you he has fifty pounds of illegal explosives. And what it takes to set it off is a high velocity bullet. Right. Hey, uh, Central and Northern Arizona. Sorry, Brother Paul. Yes, that's me. I'm here. Oh, hey, brother. But, uh, yeah, we're just going through this uh, Vegas and Vegas shooting and and, um, all that right now and trying to to make some sense of it. And you're you're more than welcome to join in on anything you think. 
as far as I, I mean, you're actually closer to that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll I'll listen for a little bit and kind of pick up where you're at, and then uh, you know if I've got anything to say, I, I I'll, I'll I'll plug in. Okay, cool, bro. Thank you very much. But yeah, uh, oh, thank you. Hey, thank you, Paul, for being here. But you know, uh, this Tannerite is uh, legal now, like you said, in, in all sporting goods stores in um, in pretty much all fifty states, and it does take a high velocity bullet bullet to set it off. You can buy it at Walmart here in Missouri. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure it will be off all shelves. As a matter of time, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, I couldn't imagine them uh, uh, allowing some a uh, product like that to be accessible. I, I mean, personally, I, uh, uh, I think it'd be something to swoop up on before it's actually taken off the market. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. You could get it online right now. I mean, it's not expensive. It's it's legal. I mean, it'd be it, it'd probably be something along the lines of hey, you can buy black talons before the black talons, you know, the so-called cop killers become illegal. It's not only illegal to own, but it's illegal to buy after the certain amount, the certain date. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I mean, I apologize. The oh, no, we're saying there was like multiple shooters that 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 it was possible that there were multiple shooters involved. Is that something you've heard anything about? Well, there was two positions, and um, I, you know, I, like I said, I don't know what was going through this guy's mind. I don't know um, what the situation was. I, I, I mean, if it was one guy and and this guy pulled it off, I mean, to me, he was a sicko. <laughs> sick in the head, period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, a person that had could make quality uh, decisions doing shit like that, man. I uh, I couldn't imagine murdering that many people, dude, just uh, just on a whim. Like, but I feel like there's a lot more involved with that situation. I mean, I uh, I have a really big uh, 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 following that kind of checks these out. You know, a lot of people in this area, you know, I've paid attention to that, and uh, I'm pretty much convinced that this has something to do with this this uh, uh, retarded Antifa movement that's going on. And uh, uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see that eradicated, man. I'm hoping this, uh, this shows true colors on that situation and, and the nations tend to, you know, steer away from whatever the fuck these idiots are doing. Like, it's, it, it really is a shitty organization, and the things they're doing are, are, are destroying what, what, what really this foundation of this country is, is based on. And uh, it, it's irritating to see. It's disheartening, that's for sure. Oh, well, you need to you need to listen to part two. I'm almost done with part one of this um, this broadcast. Part two is going to be Brother Mel, and Brother Mel is the world ambassador, and um, he's got very very disturbing news out of um, South Africa. But um, mm-hmm. as far as tenor tonight, yeah, you can buy it. Um, you know, as far as a white supremacist, this dude had a girlfriend from the Philippines. She was sent to the Philippines. He sent her a hundred thousand dollars. Do you know how much that is worth in the Philippines? A shit ton. One million. Ten times wow. the money. He sent wow. her a hundred thousand dollars, which I mean, she could have just stayed there with the one million with the basically a hundred thousand, which equals one million. Ten times the money. Wow. One million. Yeah, I remember so, yeah. I remember reading something about that being done. 
catching up on all of it, you know, and uh, there's a lot of crooked shit going on with that, you know. Really, what even caused it? Wait, we're, we're still all in, in amazement as far as what, what caused it and what made this guy go off. Um, but, you know, as far as what, what he's done, as far as what we know, you know, my, my conclusion is is the bullshit goes on and this, this dude basically was a whack job. But, you know, let me reiterate, leave his family alone. His brother's got to explain to his 90-year-old mother that his other brother, you know, just killed 58 people. I, I mean, you know, but like I said, the news media beat the dude, beat the FBI to the brother's house in Florida. I mean... Yeah, they they say, oh, well, yeah, 50 pounds of explosives, which were legal explosives and all this shit. I mean, hindsight's 2020, but uh, I guess we'll, we'll find out through the um, the fake news in, in the coming days, if not the coming months, on uh, what, what eventually uh, un- unravels and unwraps out of this. But as far as far well, I, I have... know... And what... I apologize. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt Oh, no, go ahead. So I have a feeling this is going to be uh, the beginning of uh, several more uh, attacks like this. Um, I, like I said, I just I really believe that this uh, this guy is tied to a terrorist organization of some sort, and uh, I, I think they're just trying to uh, break down uh, America. And and I think it's I think it's starting you know with extreme violence, and it's just going to continue. You know, they're gonna they're gonna uh, start attacking our gun rights. They're gonna start trying to control that even heavier. I honestly, I mean, this might be a little extreme, but I mean, I think this is going to cause an uprising in our country, and I think people are going to start, like, I mean, not just protesting, but start moving on our government within the next five years. Like, I, I really, I, I couldn't see how this is going to end well for the future of, you know, anything positive going forward. Like, I just, this is going to be an interesting situation as this all unfolds. I, I think it's something ugly, and what they're what they're about to come to America with, uh, we are in trouble. If they do get to take our guns away, we're in serious trouble. Yeah, well, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, and I told him, I was like, you know, because he's like, oh, you know, what are they going to do? And, uh, you know, I've been talking to him quite a bit about a lot of things. But uh, I told him, I said, what are you going to do if someone comes knocks on your door and asks for your guns, man? You know, I mean, what are you going to do if you get pulled over and they put a life sentence on having a gun? You know, and I'm not going extreme, but it's like at some point. For the government to, you know, for the, for that type of control to stop. Because they're going to continue to stop until the America says this is enough. They're not going to knock. <laughs> What's that? So they're not going to knock. They're going to come at 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning and break your door down and come in there and take whatever they want. Yeah, and exactly. That's even worse. Yeah. So, and like I said, I keep trying to tell my friends here. It's like, man, you know, you guys got to educate yourself because they're. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of my the people that I have here are, are good are good people and 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 they're uh, good solid white boys. And but uh, they're they're kind of naive to what's uh, what's what's really going on. And I keep trying to tell them, I'm like, you guys have got to prepare yourself for. I mean, 
for a shitty situation. I mean, just uh, when we get natural disasters, just something like a natural disaster, you get all these fucking niggers and, and these pieces of shit that come up out of the fucking woodwork and just start stealing shit while it's flooding. Like, what do you think is going to happen when people start actually rioting? The whole white yeah. race is so fucking naive, it's not even funny. They have I know, no it kind of makes me sick. They, they uh, totally have uh, their head in the sand. They don't know what's going on around them. They live in a bubble. We've talked about this over and over again. I myself am guilty of that. For a long time, I just lived, you know, in my own little world, and I did my stuff and, until I started seeing things happening around me and picking up stuff on TV and found myself where I'm at now. And these guys have a lot of information that's not put out there and explained to the public or to, you know, anybody. And it's really valuable information that, that they have, and until you listen and and hear what they have to say, and you digest that, you look at what's going on around you, and you're, you sit back and go, "Fuck, man, we're in trouble," and nobody else knows it because they're not involved in this. They don't want to be. They they look at us like you know, wow, you guys are fucking crazy. You know, all the sky is falling and. You know, you're all doomsday you know, <laughs> motherfuckers or whatever, you know, and they don't understand. You, you, you know, uh, pointed out a, a really good point. On the islands there were, you know, people, there were hundreds of them just going into a store and they were riding and just taking the shit and all that. And the guy, they interviewed the, uh, the owner of the store and he said there were probably 200 people that came through the door and they weren't people that needed help, they didn't, you know, they would, they didn't go after water and, and uh, whatever would help them survive. They were going after meat. They were grabbing cigarettes. They were, you know, getting all this stuff that they could resell or that, you know, would go on the back market or wherever. And, you know, if, if you look at what's going to happen when the shit really does hit the fan or something happens, you know, it's going to be every man for himself. And most of America is not prepared. They're going to... Oh, and you're exactly right. Like, I was just referring to my friend Larry. Uh, uh, he's a very, very good dude, man. Great family man. Uh, uh, very good white man. I, and I, I'm proud to be his friend. But, like, for example, I was having a conversation with him about the Black Lives Matter movement. And he's like, you know, yeah, you know, that, you know I'm tired of cops shooting niggers, this, that, and third. And I told him, I was like, dude, you got to understand, man. Like, the things that are going on, like, all right, sure, yeah, Black Lives Matter, whatever. The undertone of that fucking Black Lives Matter organization, I brought out this, like, list of demands that this lady came out. I can't remember her fucking name for the life of me. But uh, she came out with this, like, list of demands that just demanded white, all, just demanded specifically white people to just start turning over their fucking assets to, 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 to poor, uh, degenerate fucking niggers. And it doesn't make any sense to me why, you know what I mean? Like, people don't. They just don't look at what these people are actually doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, do a little research. That's what I keep trying to tell my friends. Don't want to see it. It's like, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's ignorance. And they choose to be that way. That's the part that drives me nuts. Because all the information is <laughs> there, man. Well, most of these niggers wouldn't get shot if when the cop says, get down or don't fight me or whatever, if they fucking listen to them and just do it. They don't do right. it. If you watch any of those in the last couple of years, you can go to every newsreel or whatever and, and where they have any video of it and watch it, and they, you know, they'll say, get out on your knees, and the guy just starts fucking walking off. It's like, you know, nobody does that. That's not a sane fucking, you know, 
person with a mind in his head, so he fucks around and fucks around until they shoot him. You know, what else are they going to do? Well, to me, that's his own fault. If you want to pack a fucking cigarette and you don't have the money for it, go get a fucking job and earn the money and buy the shit like everybody else does. Oh, they just hey, man, get off the fucking shit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then you got all these fucking niggers running around, dude, and they, they refuse to stand on their own two feet, dude. Like, I've never in my life collected a penny from uh, uh, from state assistance or food stamps or anything. It's because I wake up every morning, I put my fucking boots on, and I go to work, and I provide for my family like like you're supposed to. But then you get these minorities and these mass groups of Hispanics and fucking niggers that are, that are living off the system, that are, that are milking the system for everything it is, that it's got. But then you get a, a guy like me that could go in for assistance, and I'll get turned down uh, uh, because because I work, because I have a fucking job. Like, it, it, it really when's is disheartening. That, when's the last time you saw any other ethnic group riot? Oh, no, that, that's another valid point. You don't see, you don't see they, uh, they, Hispanics or, or like going out in the streets and doing shit like that. Yeah, they look for an excuse, and then they go and they burn the shit down, they go in and they steal as much crap as they can, and then it's over. Every well, time. they're naturally destructive. I mean, look at their fucking neighborhoods, for God's sakes, dude. I mean, no, mow no, your fucking lawn, you ignorant fucks. Yeah, well, that's that's why I black lives don't matter. I mean, I think they should just fucking shoot them all. I really do. I don't feel sorry for any of them. They're not they're not human. They're way subhuman. They're they're idiots. They can't talk. You look at them on TV. Everybody that they have that, uh, you know, they get, they have game show hosts that, you know, well, what do you be saying? You know, shit like that. It's like, come on, I don't want kids to learn how to talk like that. And they play right. all over because you got to have, have, you know, your quota. And it just makes me sick. No, you're not alone, man. It does. And I try to educate my children, too, because I have an eight-year-old son. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, being, he's being taught in schools that everyone's equal and, and everybody gets a trophy and this fancy shit. I'm like, no, we're not equal. My, we're not equal, son. We're, you, you, know, like, you have to realize you're an elite. You're a, you're a, you're a white, uh, you're a purebred white man. Be proud of that. I try to explain that to him or, or a young man. You know, I try to explain that at, at eight years old because he needs to realize there is a difference between us and them. You know what I mean? And, 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 and nobody wants to point that out. Like, there, there is. There's a difference. Nobody, nobody wants to be, you know, labeled a racist or a, a hater or anything like that. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. You can call me anything you want, but that, right. that's the fact. It's a fact. That's, that's yeah, I, I, I tell, I tell people they call me a hater. I hate everybody equally, and I hate stupid people even more. So if that makes you yeah. right. it, <laughs> my fucking ass. Right. Well, my son, he went to uh, 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 he went to second grade, and uh, there's a there's a black kid in his class, and uh, uh, he sits right next to him, and he asked me, Dad, he says he says uh, 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 I, I sit next to this this kid in class, and he and he's black, and he keeps trying to be my friend, and I told him, I said, be respectful, but stay away from, me. you know what I mean? Like right. it's it, you know like don't don't go out of your way to to make him you know to make yourself look bad you know, making him look bad, let him shine on his own and just leave him alone. You know, that's what I try to explain to him. You know, like you're eight years old, so it's kind of hard to explain to him why, you know, that's why I just try to say, you know, leave him alone, you know, instead of, you know, don't fuck with that nigger and this is why, 
you know. But, uh, you know, I, I, it's difficult to educate my children. That's my hardest, that's my biggest beat right now is trying to educate my children and the people that are closest to me that they're, that, that this shit is going on and they, they need to, they need to stand for something instead of fall for anything. where they're they're uh, 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 they're in some sort of situation and yet they're being taken advantage of by all these fucking minorities because uh, there's not enough white people to stand up for your for your uh, white daughter. You know she's gonna yeah. she's gonna wish she had listened to you. And I I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I mean it's very true, man. I mean it's I unfortunately the the white man who is willing to stand up for the fact that they're white and and they're gonna stand up for the other white men and women around them are are becoming very few and far and in between. And uh, it scares me, man, because we need white warriors, dude. We need them in this time right now. And, and there's just I, not uh, enough. Yeah, my, my wife's like this. She just goes, I, man, you do whatever you want. I just don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to you know, do anything. And I says, okay, so when the shit hits the fan, do you want me to, you know, protect you or just fucking leave you by yourself? You know, it's like, oh, well, you know. My wife's the same way. take care of me. <laughs> Right, no, my wife's the same way. She wants all the love and protection and the respect that she gets, you know, that uh, through me, but she, you know, she doesn't want to be a part or support. And I'm just yeah. like, well, you're a white woman. You should be. You know what I mean? Like, you should be educating your friends. You should be educating our children. You should be getting involved in our school systems. Go be a parent-teacher uh, aide. Like, you should be there. You should be uh, a beacon yeah. for our children. You know, And, you and unfortunately, she doesn't them? get it yet. They don't want to because... A, they're going to be alone. It, you know, they're somebody's going to be the first one, but they're going to be alone. They, nobody's going to, you know, jump on the bandwagon and want to do that with them. It's an uphill fight all the way. You know, they're going to get all these people that are, you know, oh yeah, we we all want to be friends with you niggas and you know, eat under the rainbow and kiss each other and la la la. That ain't going to happen. But they, it's just too much work for them. It's too hard. You know, to to put them in their place and say what they are and be what they are and promote our race is too hard for them. It's too hard yeah. for and most, I to... most Americans. They don't want to do it. They'd rather, like I said, live in their own little world with their head in the sand and, until something happens. And when it directly affects them, they'll have to make a decision one way or the other. Yep. No, you're right. And I try to explain to my wife, all great things take 
all great things take challenge. They take strife, you know what I mean? And, and moderation is for cowards. If you believe in something, stand for it, you know what I mean? Like, you, you are a part of something that's bigger than you. Be a part of it, you know what I mean? Like, for example, I'm just one white man, but there are, we're a white race, dude. As a white race, we need to make a move. We need to stand. We need to be, we need but to be, that. because that's what we are, we are leaders, and that's what we're called to be, and unfortunately, it's the best. Are you guys, either one of you, are either one of you guys on the computer, can you see the chat room? Uh, I'm, I posted three links from the chat room uh, for the next hour show, and uh, we're saying here, Paul, it's pretty ugly now, but what I've got posted there, if you want to check, if you can check it out, it gets even uglier. We'll be talking about it here shortly. <laughs> the, uh, well, Paul, Paul, you probably don't know this, but, um, you know, we do have a uh, general in South Africa that's uh, part of the, uh, part of, it's basically is part of the Black and Silver Solution, and um, he told us about four or five years ago, maybe six years ago, that uh, the black, the new Black Panther Party was coming to America, and we didn't really believe it, but he said it was, and he said he didn't know in what form that it was going to come. And what it ended up being is the Black Lives Matter is the political arm of the party, and the new Black Panther Party is the militant arm of the Black Lives Matter. And guess what? He was fucking right. Yeah. And now they got another group. Black yep. first. Now we got something else. Now we got something else out of South Africa. Guess what? He's probably right again. Yeah. And you know I uh, I I I'd wager that bad. You know Black Lives Matter showed up on eight eight four we was at a uh, a meeting out in Ohio the weekend that kicked off. I remember it because that's where I was at. Uh, I had to spend an extra day or two in St. Louis because they didn't want me riding home down. Because I ride right through for Missouri to get home. And uh, the vice president didn't want me to leave because they were dropping rocks to get off the top of the interstate from people. And so uh, he wanted me to wait a day and let it cool down and then take the interstate. But uh, I'll tell you what, man, they come up with black... But what these people are leading up to, I mean, you've heard it in the news. They want everything the white man's got. They want your house. They want you, If your house is too big, sell it and give it to the nigger. Uh, now, black first, man's first, they come in with their guns, and they strong arm you right out of your fucking farm. And, they, and you, you, you either leave at gunpoint, you're probably going to die anyway. They fucking run you out of your house and off your property, and they're doing it in South Africa right now for these guys. The only thing good about those three Green Berets getting shot down there is the fact that it's waking up America as to what's really going on down there. In 2015, Black Lives Matter started uh, uh, Black, uh, what I call it, Black First, Land First. you got to be a nigger to But you know what they're doing? They're hitting these inner cities where, where, uh, where all these uh, kids don't go to school, they're hitting their fucking um, the ghettos where they just go out on the corner and sell drugs and they're taking all these little ignorant niggers and their ignorant dope fiend parents that never did go to school. They ain't got a lick of education. They're, con- they're convincing them that they need to get out there and stand with them 
and come rob us out of our property, and they're going to kill all white people. That's what the sign says with Black Lives Matter, kill all white people. I tell you, everybody in the country between them and the, the Muslims and the Koreans and all that, we we better watch it because we're going to be by ourselves. Yeah, well, I, posted, I posted some links in this, and I was just told about it two days ago, and I brought it up in our uh, private chat, and I brought it up in a few other places, and uh, and I fucking tell you, uh, it's not good. It is not good, dude. What I've been reading the last day and a half is uh, it's, they're, they're coming to strong arm us for everything we've got. The first... Uh, First chance they get. I mean, if there's, if there, I imagine if we go to war with uh, with Korea, they'll probably start a fucking civil war here in America, a race war. It won't be a civil war. It'll be the niggers starting a, a race war. It's my seatbelt, man. I lost service and then called back in. It's my seatbelt thing, no. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of backlash, John. We're getting a lot of backlash, brother. Uh, John, are you, are you, uh, did you upgrade your uh, phone? No, your not yet. I was saying, Paul, you missed it. I seen you got lost. Uh, I was bitching about this black first, land first, and what you were saying is, uh, and I know you said about the news where they want everything the white man's got, this black first uh, land first, they're coming to strong arm you out of your property. And I, I did a little spiel about it, you kind of missed it, but that's what we were hitting on. And Boy. they're a part of the Black Lives Matters movement. Uh, Black Lives Matter started uh, Black First, Land First in uh, 2015 in South Africa. Yep, I, I've right heard now, of it. And right now today, they're taking uh, farmers' property at gunpoint. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and there's not only are they doing it, like, they're not even doing it under the radar. Like, they're, I mean, they're literally coming out into public, and they're literally saying, if you're white, give us your shit, basically. And I say, fuck you, you dirty nigger, come get it. That's what I say, because I will blow yeah, your well, fucking it, brains out you come to my house looking for shit like that. Well, it's just been vindicated by South Africa, the general that we have down there. Yeah, he's, he's living it right now. I don't know how they could come here and do that, though. I mean, it, wow. you know, down there is a is a whole different thing than coming here where everybody has guns. And well, like in in say in Missouri, you got farmers that if they came and and you know pushed somebody out of their place, the guy's not going to go away. He's going to go down and the get gun help. Control, the gun control in South Africa is so bad. You have to register your guns every week now. 
And if, if wow. it comes Friday and you haven't registered your gun yet, and you're standing in line at closing time, they close the fucking windows. Saturday morning, the cops come to your house and round up your guns, and they, they're crooked. They sell them to the niggers. The cops are helping these niggers rob people. Wow. See, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I... Lack of a better way to put it, I, I, you know, I, I try to focus on my forefront. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm younger, and and uh, I'm, I'll be honest with you, it's only in the last, you know, uh, five to six, maybe seven years that I've really realized like being white means something, and I'd, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've started well, to to gear my 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 life that, my direction, life that direction, which has opened my eyes to a lot of other things, i.e., the uh, Black Lives Matter movement stripping white men of their uh, uh, of their dignity through these stupid fucking uh, uh, YouTube videos they put out about paying restitutions and shit like that. It literally, it, it, I do, I my blood boils as I see it. It, it literally, I fuck, I can't even, I can't take it, dude. It fucking drives me insane to see shit like that because it's like, who the fuck are you to come to me and tell me that I've worked my fucking ass off my entire life and I have to give you anything? Suck my dick, you dirty cockroach. Well. You know, South Africa is a testing grounds for coming to America. Back in the 70s, you know, the, remember, right, the uh, Black Panthers left on a bad note on a heroin dealer uh, with, uh, with uh, Italians, and the feds were in on it trying to bust the Panthers for shooting all these police. Same thing they're doing when they come back. Well, they went down there and trained with the Muslims for 30 years or so, and then they uh, started this Black Lives Matters movement, and that's their political arm. And you'll note, remember when they first came to uh, Ferguson, Missouri, uh, the niggers were all standing tough, throwing rocks and uh, firebombs at the police. And the, the Black Panther and the Black Lives Matter movement members walked over and whispered one thing into the niggers' ear, and they all walked away. Right then and there, they should have grabbed those two and called it a RICO Act and started rounding those niggers up. But no, they let it go on for another eight, ten months. Uh, uh, South Africa is a testing ground for America, and they're doing just that. They're bringing that shit to America. I don't know when, but it's going to be soon. Oh, yeah. No, and and, and and not just the Black Lives Matter organization. I mean, they're talking, this Antifa organization is literally talking about creating a civil war and an uprise, like, by November. I mean, these. that's why part of the reason I think that this shooting is tied to that organization is because, I mean, they're literally they're putting literally out on the Internet... On the internet. They're calling dates out, like the middle of November sometime. They're supposed to start uprising and, 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 and starting to, like, militarize in the streets, you know. And that's why I think that this, this, uh, this, this act, the actions by this man in, in Vegas were part of it. I mean, because this whole Antifa organization is literally full of white people that hate themselves. That's basically what it is, man. They, they, I mean, they, they wish they were fucking black. And, uh, and and that's the shit that's going to be going on, man. I mean, you're going to be seeing uh, tons and, and, and tons of embarrassing shit going on by, by our own people. And it, it breaks my heart, man. You know, like there's no reason that even if, even if these white men and women that are becoming part of these organizations feel the way they're feeling, are you, are you really connecting with these fucking niggers that run around acting like their shit don't fucking stink? Like, can you really? Oh. You see white people standing in a crowd holding signs that say kill all white people and Black Lives Matter. And they're standing there with niggers around them, and the niggers are chanting... Tell them, you dumb son of a bitch. I mean, what what kind of... What, what part of white aren't they? You're whiter than white. White machine holding the sign that says kill all white people. Don't that include them? 
Oh, dude, I I, I see I see uh, uh I see uh, white people wearing uh, like black power shirts, and I'm like, dude, have you looked in the fucking mirror lately, you ignorant son of a bitch? Like, like, Are you how, how could you possibly think these people give a fuck about you? They don't. They don't. I know, I know that. Unfortunately, I don't see how they don't. I I saw that the other day, man. I was on the street, and this uh, this guy, I did this fucking big ass fucking fat nigger, you know, accidentally bumped this fucking white dude, and uh, this white dude ended up being a wigger, you know, in the end. But he's all, "Fuck you, fat dude. What? Watch where you're going." And he goes, "Fat dude." What the fuck are you talking to me? He goes, Yeah, I'm talking to you. He goes, Hey, listen, dude, I'm from Brooklyn. So this is from the nigger, right? And then uh, the, the white dude goes, Well, I'm from the west side. And, it, 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 and the fucking nigger looked at him and goes, You're nothing but a fucking wigger. We have no respect for you. And I was, right. I was on the ground laughing. You know, that, you know what that fucking nigger told me? He goes, I got more respect for you laughing than that fucking goddamn piece of shit wigger. I'm just going, holy shit. Really? Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's fucking true. It is fucking true. I could see that happening because, you know, since before Butler died, he was pretty sick, and the the Aryan Nations and some of the other white power groups have gotten into the wrong hands. A lot of these people are out there for their own benefit to get you money. They're out there to fucking get to know what they can know about you and tell on you. And they've really... Uh, ruined the white race and the belief in, in white power organizations. And uh, and a lot of them won't answer your phone calls. They won't answer your text messages. And that's kind of where we stand out. I mean, we, we were a little slow this last year. We did have a recruiting freeze so we could get a better handle on things. But uh, we do answer phone calls, and we do answer email messages. And, and we're hoping that, you know, white race will start seeing this and that we are true Aryan nation, and we ain't the pack of wolves that's coming for you like a lot of these white power groups are. I can't say they're all bad, but, I mean, for 10 years, I looked for white power group, and I, I sent email after email. I made phone call after phone call. Oh, they all want your funds. Send your money to this address, but they don't answer your email, and they don't answer your phone call. Well, they might send you a letter to thanks and have a little, have a little white power white on power the end. No, that's true, and I've noticed that it's even, I mean, I'm young, and uh, I'm still educating myself daily. I learn daily uh, what it means to be a, a real uh, a white man and what it, what, it, what, it, what it looks like to live like that. I learn daily, and, and I have to humble myself and learn daily what that looks like. But you're absolutely right. You know, you get these organizations that, like, you know, for example, I'm, you know, I've been with tech books for a long time. I'm a wood. And uh, I, I look among my peers, and I'm just like, dude, you stand for something. And what are you doing over there dealing? What are you doing over there dealing business with those fucking niggers for? What are you dealing with those? Right, right. And they talk to them every day. And they, well, you know, and, and like I said, they're, they, they're, it's so hard to get into a white power group these days. Nobody answers the phone. Nobody fucking answers email. Nothing. Just take your money, and that's it. And uh. And if you do make a few of their functions and they get to know you, if you fraction the law any way at all, they'll tell on And then that's even worse, you know, and, and, then it gives, and then it makes people feel like there's no place to turn except for these other races. Obviously, they're doing something. Something 
to benefit them, but they're they're doing something. <laughs> I don't get it, you know. And then the statistic goes. I mean, yes, he talks shit about us, but that's because we don't put out no information. And they act like the FTLC is the leader in white power uh, knowledge. Yeah, I think we lost uh, uh, Arizona again. Uh, I think he's out in the boondocks like emails, but... Um... Yeah. Yeah, but you... you definitely, definitely a good brother. Uh, you know, uh, RJ calls him a kid. I don't know how old he is or anything like that, but... Uh, uh, you know, RJ is one of our elders, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, this, these, uh, these niggers are really, they're really acting up and bad, and they're going to, it's only going to get worse. I'm telling you right now, when I've been reading, they, 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 they will be in America soon, like he was saying, that there's something coming soon, he don't know what it is. I do. We do. Now, all of us, because. It's going to be this black land first. And Black Lives Matter started this group last year, and it's just funny, and they all within eight, ten months. They're starting Black Lives Matter, starting to preach what uh, black first land first is. They're starting to get the niggers riled up. And we want everything the white man's got. What they're leading into is the literature of black first land first. And then that. That's when, they're, when they get all these niggers set up on this, that's when they're going to introduce black land first. It's, it's just a matter of time. It gets shorter and shorter. And uh, we got much time left, guys. Yeah. This is real. We're even threatening white reporters. Uh, let me read it to you here and then I click them. I, I click the free link and put them up on our screen. Uh, it's not on desktop or a laptop. But uh, black first, land first issues threatening warning to all white journalists. It says uh, the black first, land first, BLF movement are continuing with their aggressive style and intimidation and slamming the white home media after being condemned by the ANC for their actions Tuesday morning. It seems that the uh, BLF has not been deterred. Uh, Read AMC calls for investigation to BLF intimidation of journalist Peter Bruce. After manhandling journalists on Thursday, the BLF Friday statement warns that more such alterations are likely. The party has even issued a warning to white journalists who are white racists that masquerade as journalists in defense of white. <coughs> Monopoly capital. Black first, land first, respect freedom of expression and the independence of the media. However, BLF will not tolerate racism, slander, fake news, and covering of white corruption under the guise of journalism as consequences of constant attack by white-owned media under the pretext of surpassing journalism. BLF has decided to target the following race and white journalists for our protest actions against the white media. Peter Bruce, Sam Soul, Adrian Fossil, Stephen Goose, Max Duke, Barry Bateman, and Allie Hawk. 
and it's going to be for these guys in America for Black Lives Matters and, and the Black Panthers movement that kill these people. Uh, and I and I bet it, it starts happening. We'll start watching them drop. BLF says that more names will be added to the list. Those who deserve to be treated in the same manner which Bruce was treated. Hardy even had a few words for black journalists who mimic these white apes. Popular 702 talk show host. S-E-T-I-U-S Mackisher and E-N-S-A Political Analyst Karma Brown both apparently they need to repeat and do so soon. Our message to them is that they must repeat. Ask for forgiveness from black people for being used by white monopoly capital. They must stop their ancillary tendencies or face the possibility of being mistaken for white journalists. BLS believes repeat amongst blacks war to the enemy. So these journalists still have a door open to them. We will not treat black people the way we treat white important to note that all the journalists have commented negatively importantly to Gupta family to corruption and state capture. When the Gupta League started it was revealed that the BLF leader in Valley approached the Guptas for funding BLF and Nekima have publicly supported the Gupta on numerous occasions. Freedom and spotlight lately these comments from BLF will only explain a dangerous thing. Uh, and then it goes in and it shows news and uh eight town police officers suspended after Damning video goes viral. Looks like they got a guy stripped naked on the street. But uh, these cops and shit over here in uh, South Africa are just as corrupt as these. Uh, as the, they're in on it with them, and, uh, and they're they're trying to force the government to be on it with them here, but it's not working as well for them. But it is working better than well. If if we said something like that, threat reporters like that, you know how many. Reporters make white power people look like shit. If we threatened them with that and beat one up, we'd be locked up in a federal prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just beware, guys. It's coming. And it's going to be a lot sooner than you think. These niggers are getting bold. Old enough to say it on the news what they're going to do. I mean, they're saying kill all white people. If we stood on a corner with a sign in a group that said kill all niggers, they would have us rounded up in a New York second. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, you can see, we can all see it's a, it's a fucking double standard, man. It's not nothing for the white man. But I did see Trump mention how he's going to cut off funding to a lot of these countries that are allowing terrorists in Iran, Iraq. uh, And he did name South Africa. They need to get their slaves. 
everything under control and everything else that's going down there. So, I mean, our government, if we can see this, our government has to see it, dude. And they know what's going on down there. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, none of these other presidents won the budget or, or even get involved. But Trump says we'll cut off their damn funding our, from American funds to their country and see how they like that. So, and, and now with these, you know, what has it been? Maybe three weeks since his uh, press meeting with the uh, United Nations? Yeah. Well, I'd like to see. I'll we keep fund, funding all these other countries that hate us, and they're they're just building them up so they can go out here and kill us. Yeah. And they ain't taking care of the people in their own country. They're letting terrorists run amok. Yep. They're hiding the terrorists. They're, they're giving him hiding grounds. He says, and we're going to cut off funding to these people. And he named South Africa. All the Muslims are already here. They're in every state training and training so that they can go out and kill us. Like, why is that happening? I still don't understand that. Well, that was under the Obama administration, you know, and we all know he was a Muslim. Yeah, but I mean, the, the fact that they're, you know, even under Trump, they're all still here and they're still training daily. And it's like, uh, you know. Now we got them here, we got them everywhere. You know, you're going to have to really watch your ass when this shit goes well, sideways. So many in, and so many of them snuck in through Mexico. But Trump is working on rounding them up. You know, he said it, and he's cut off travel bans to all these countries where they're at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he has started. Cut off, cut uh, off DACA. He's got a lot on his plate right now with these three hurricanes hitting, plus this guy in Nevada. Now, you know, and, he, and, he, and in the beginning, he already started his ban on the Muslims. It seems like the left wing's keeping him so busy with uh, problems around the United States, he ain't got time to focus on that type of stuff. Yeah, and with, I mean, it's, I guess it's, there's been so many hurricanes and it's like not really newsworthy anymore, but there's going to be another one hit uh, between Louisiana there and somewhere. It's that they're it's got the deal. It's going to hit like this weekend. It's like nobody's even talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. They're talking about the gunmen in Vegas because that is you yeah. know, consuming the news. Yeah. Just like some, really some you know, high ratings. Uh, oh yeah. Every drama. time you know, Trump says something, Trump sends something, you know, out of whack or what they consider out of whack. It's, it's you know, front page news, and then they don't they don't stop talking about it for days later, even though the, yeah. the shit was dead an hour later. But well, he he said he was going to change. That he was going to change life in in uh, D.C. and and he's trying to do it. And they're fighting him at every every turn that he makes, and he's he's made some pretty good strides in that direction. And I'll tell you what, everybody hates him for it. That's why he's getting all the criticism and everything that he's getting is because he's doing what he told American people he was going to do, and they don't like it. Right. Yeah, Brother Paul dropped off again. He said he was driving. He kept losing signal and everything else. And 
Um, he said, you know, he enjoyed the enjoyed being on the show and everything else, and let you guys know. Um, uh, you know, brother RJ uh, just hung out with uh, brother Paul and everything else, and in contact. Uh, and in fact, no, I think he's been in contact with brother Paul, and definitely a solid individual. Yeah, I think he might be coming up for the reunion. I'm not sure. I was going to ask him, but we lost him. Um, no. Um, yeah, it just wasn't in the car. Just bikes in the shop. And, um, I've seen pictures of it broken down in the garage. Yeah, it's not in the cars. But, yeah, I mean, he, he really wanted to get up there. And, um, you know, according to Brother RJ, he couldn't. But, you know, you know, like I said, any, anybody that is a friend of Brother RJ's is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, he's a little bit closer. He might be able to pop in at your place sometime. Well, yeah, we'll pop to me. He's out in Arizona, but we'll pop to me halfway somewhere. But that ain't a big deal. Yeah. Funny how we get you know guests to log in and log back out of the out, out of the chat. Guest uh, five logged in, logged out. <laughs> I think, Brother John, I think your device is, Brother John, I think your device is hacking up again. Oh, this piece of joke. Uh, And I'm just saying, bro. (laughs) No, I'm glad you are, because I can't. Can't hear it, can you? You know, sometimes. Oh, hell, that's way better. Is that better now? I don't don't know what's messing up. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, mine messes up every now and again too. I mean, I put on there on on the website, you know, um, and a lot of people read it, you know, about you know whoever whoever wishes their demise, you know, go fuck off. And I think it was a good you know article. I was going to write something about Vegas, but I'm so perplexed about Vegas and there's so many conspiracy theories and everything else that. I, I don't want to be out of line by putting something on the web page about Vegas. I mean, it's just. Yeah, then you find something else out later on. You know when they finally right, and, and being and being wrong. I mean, I I know for sure, hey. or I'm pretty sure this guy is not a white supremacist. Whatever became of that tower? I've, I've never heard of him. Huh? What did they ever? What was he? They never looked at a different organization like that back then, did they? They looked at a lot of organizations and said he didn't have any affiliation with anybody or anything that they could find. Oh, he just... Back in the seven, not yet. Back in Texas, he got up in the tower and shot up that college. Back in the 70s. Was that was... Uh, was that Stanford? Yeah, something like that. He down there and he shot up all those kids down there. Yeah. What did, I, what did they ever come up with on him? What, what caused him to do that? I have no idea. I barely remember it.
think about the credit card bill and how am I going to make some payments? What, what am I, you know, the kids want to do this, do that. Uh, but they don't think about well, you know, what happens to Huh? Well, you know, when the, when the shit hits the fan, who gives a fuck about a credit card bill? I think you're more worried about survival. Who, who are you going to survive with? Your credit card company? I, I doubt they're really going to extend you any, any extra credit to fucking survive. I, I don't think they're going to take uh, you know, a couple of pieces of okra for a fucking damn credit card payment. Yeah, but you got to keep paying it until shit happens. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly, but I mean, you know, I, I, it's just, I've never, 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 i I wonder what causes that. Oh, hell, Brother John's phone probably about tapped his brother, uh, uh, you know, or Brother Dennis or Brother Mel or Brother John or Brother JD and everybody else. They probably got so many damn tap wires on it. And fucking the phone doesn't know what damn, uh, <laughs> what damn part of the headset. <laughs> You know, that's why I say fuck. That's why I put this shit on. I, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anybody in particular. Well, shit, you kind of put on the website, it's kind of boring. Well, you know why? Because uh, what I put on the website, we can't get sued for. You know what I mean? It, there, yeah, there's a reason why it, it's indirect. Because, you know, if I put on there that a certain organization said this and they didn't say that, then... Guess what? We got a lawsuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, you, I really got to think about shit before I really do it. And this last article I wrote, I was like, well, this is kind of pulling the dice a little bit, but I think I can get away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're a little bit entitled to a little bit of your own opinion still. Well, to an extent, yeah. <laughs> you gotta leave names out and shit like that because then he's a of the trouble. But he can put the gist of it out there. But you know what? I I have more fun around my brothers and conference and bonfires and everything else than any of the writings I've ever done on the web page or 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 anything like that. I mean, I'd rather just be around my brothers and 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 do like-minded things, whether we're Blowing stop signs is a, is, you know, riding, running our motorcycles or, um, you know, just doing kindred stuff to, you know, just to be a part of one another. I mean, it's not, uh, we're not gay by any means of the imagination. We're just, I mean, we, we enjoy each other's company. I mean, it's just the mere fact that we don't have to watch what we say and, and we don't have to. We don't have to worry about what, what everybody's watching what we say. I mean, everybody watches what we say on the Internet, but when we're together, we don't have to watch what we say or worry about what we say or who's hearing it. It doesn't matter. That's what a true brotherhood is, though. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's about gathering. No, 
Oh, we're not queer. We got old ladies. We our old ladies show up with us. Well, we got some single fellas. Well, we for the most part of them, fellas got ladies. Some fellas don't. But the fellas, those single fellas, they show up with rods too. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, a few broads come to the clubhouse and, and hang out. A few stray broads, and they say, "Well, if they didn't like white power guys, they wouldn't be there." <laughs> True. Then right. you got them. Then you got them snaggletooth broads that are like, Ugh, "Really? You need to go." Great theory. Oh, come on, John. She was a hottie. Uh, oh shit! You talking about the bed back at the base? You talking about at the big clubhouse? Oh bullshit! Maybe if she would have pulled that one last tooth. You know what? <laughs> I just, you got rid of that stick grabber, boy. <laughs> I could have, I could have been drunk on Crown all week. That shit still wouldn't look good. <laughs> they don't make the beer goggles that big, huh? Nah, they don't make boxes that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to say, we do have a good time when we gather. We laugh and we joke and we play and we tease. And it's all in good fun. There ain't nothing. Nobody says anybody out of pocket. It, it, it goes too far. But, you know, nothing we can't. We're all brothers. We can't joke on each other about. Yep. Why? I mean, but we don't gather and say, hey, well, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, uh, we're going to do it to Las Vegas. I mean, that's not what we're about. I mean, we, we're more concerned about having, having gatherings and, and uh, having a, a you know get, having get-togethers and talks and and what is going on in this world and and trying to dissect what is going on and actually and actually getting down to the bottom of it. I mean, regardless of how many hours we put on on you know on the, on the computer uh, and how many hours we you know, dissect you know uh, reports and information that, are, that is out there. I mean, it just really comes down to the part to where, uh, I mean, there's a lot out there to dissect, but when, you know, when we say something, we say it because we know what we're talking about. Yes, we do do our research on it. A lot of, I mean, we in the beginning, we did have secondhand information. Me and J.D. got fed wrong. But after that, we started doing our homework, man. We wasn't going to get caught with our pants down against the state Secondhand information. Uh, we we really do investigate it before we put it out there. <clears throat> I mean, how- yeah, the prison. But there are two fucktards out there that try to take the two things on that and. Gary Yarbrough is a fucking homeless bum sign on the side of a road, posted on, on fucking YouTube, and the brother's still in prison. Yeah. Why? Because they were they were self-proclaimed white power. Self-proclaimed really white power. But that's working. enough to keep them in prison. These guys are working with Antifa. They're, they're like inside guys where they, they can... Uh, 
Hooskadoo people like Goulette in the in the uh, in the their little. It was a joke. From getting out, it was a joke for them because they got to keep Gary Yarborough locked up. All reality, reality, free, free. Gary, uh, I mean. There isn't very many people in this in this organization that I could actually call somebody that is um, really productive within. It's not really a movement anymore. I mean, it's more like a bow movement. But there there's not many people that I can call uh, uh, somebody to look up to other than uh, uh, Dennis McKiffin. Oh, that's what I tell people. My brother Tex just got a hold of me, you know, and he, he rides under that and he's had for a long time. I lost my track of him. Oh, God. That course. But I lost track of him. It, 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 it's hard to lose track of a guy who's locked up with his front name any time to find out what prison is. He's right. doing a life sentence. He killed somebody. I ain't got money to you. And a uh, real good guy. I mean, they really had to do something to get him to kill him. And, uh, yeah, he, he's, I sent you the letter. He's got some kind of technicality where he might win and get loose. I told right, him, right. And I'll, I'll, I'll get him on, I'll get him on, um, I'll, I'll try to get, I'll get him on the webpage here in the next couple of days. You know, he needs a female pen pal. I'll try to hook him up with that. Um, yeah, but, yeah, he, I mean, what I read in the letter, I mean, he's a solid dude. Yeah, and he I told him on my letter back, I said, really, Tex, I was, you know, I'm really happy that you can get out. What kind of brother would I be if I said, no, you couldn't come stay with me? Of course you could come stay with me. I said, the only problem I got is sitting in Illinois for all in Missouri. But if they'll let you come here, I'll be more glad to take you. And uh, I told him, but, you know, if things don't work out for me, I'm looking out for a life for a life for a uh, uh, Work the Aryan Nation Prison Ministry bylaws, and who are you leaving in charge? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think your wire fucked up again. Yeah, I just put that thing on speakerphone. That's how I'm working. Not easier. Uh, and then, uh, John, 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 remind me to buy you um, a, uh, a, a a nice um, headset for Christmas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> fact, I don't think I'm going to send, send it to you for Christmas. I think I'll send it up to a reunion conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Yeah, I know. I know this thing's all right. Mel, it's funny. The year was talking to my probate, and they were talking about the same shit. Yeah, it was actually which was actually probate. probate. Yeah. Yo, he's been contacting me when uh, right before the recruiting freeze, and then uh, I, you know, we talked on and off through that whole few months of it, almost eight nine months, and then uh, 
But yeah, brothers, you know, like I said, I don't I don't know about the Vegas um uh, crap and um, you know, this the shit coming out of South Africa. Well, you know, we kinda we kinda, you know, uh, um, uh our brother down there, General, and I'm not gonna say what his name is because I don't want to put him on the spot, um told us about, you know, the BLM and the new black new Black Panthers and everything else and um and when it happened we're like, Well fuck, he told us about that months ago, if not a year ago. And it happened. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure this uh first you know, this black first land first um is is more than legit. Oh yeah and, um down there right now. Yeah. I, I, you know, when they bring it to America, I say uh, the best of luck to them. Yeah. You know, I don't think you got to see that piece from the United Nations, but I went to YouTube and I found it and I uh, posted it on a link for him to look at it. Uh, As soon as I posted it, I lost it because I told him Donald Trump did name Africa in uh, one of the countries that need to clean up problems within the country. And this is a problem within the country and their corrupt government needs to be cleaned up. And uh, he was one of the first three countries that got mentioned was South Africa. So, uh, so I mean, really, and now with these three parades getting killed down there, there's going to be a lot more interest in South Africa. And hopefully... Yeah, it took three, it took three military lives for CNN to pick it up. That's real noble of them. buy bullets 
and look up explosive targets, and it'll have Tannerite on there. Yeah. I mean, any any idiot knows that, or I, or I would hope, but obviously not, because uh, the Jew, Jew media is saying that, uh, well, he had 50 pounds of explosives. Oh, and then they caught him with um, two gallons of sodium or, you know, whatever, nitrate or whatever they use for the federal building here, the federal Murrah building here in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay, well, you need diesel fuel to go no, with that. No, no. Oh, yeah. But they did include that ingredient, but I mean, you know, it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit. The, the, the news is a bunch of bullshit. Um, people need to get their heads out of the sand and Funny, that was a really a funny analogy, John, because Brother John there, because uh, uh, Brother Paul's in Arizona. He's got plenty of sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sand, a lot of sand and cactus. Yep. Yeah. I would yeah, like to see that I've been out there for like three or four days. Uh, it's a pretty big hole. It's going to take at least a week to explore it. <laughs> now you're breaking up, man. Yeah. That's all you're going to get with you is a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to get on top of the counter and side of it. Maybe. They got a train that goes around the outer rim. They got a mule ride that goes to the bottom of the floor. Well, a lot of people don't don't realize this, and it wasn't it was in the uh, fake news media for maybe two storylines. Is um, you know uh, they have the BLM Black Lives Matter movement, and um, the new Black Panthers were on their way with. Um, but automatic weapons, Molotov cocktails, pipe bombs, and everything else. But that that only lasted for maybe two segments, and then all of a sudden it was dropped. And we never even heard anything about what happened to them. Funny, isn't it? Yeah. They don't want you to know. Because nothing happened to them. That's right. They very under the rug. But what about this fucking... What that was in Ferguson, Missouri, when they burnt down Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, whatever happened to this um, the San Diego that fucking shut up this white church? I guess that's yeah. of no incidence of no or of no accord. It was payback. Uh, payback, my fucking ass. That's what, that's what they said. It's because that payback. That, yeah. That Ruth kid went in and shot up a black church, so this guy went in and shot up a white church, and they said it was payback. Oh, so so Dylan Roof gets wife, and all these statues, these uh, Civil War statues, get taken down because of Dylan Roof, but yet uh, a, a fucking Muslim nigger. 
gets to go gets in and fuck a beautiful white church, and there's no yep. payback, and, and there's no consequences. Apparently, yeah. Look at justice for food for thought. Yeah, food for thought, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're hated everywhere Even by our government. Oh, that's because uh, white man conquers everywhere he goes, and we've invented everything. I mean, just, you know, uh, it, it, so it, now it seems like, you know, it's white man who, who dictates everything that goes on. Uh, well, you, you know, Mel, I, I thought it was real funny how uh, ISIS took responsibility for the 58 lives that were taken in Las Vegas. They they immediately claimed that. Really? If you saw it on it, yeah, if you say, yeah, they did. But they could not connect ISIS to the shooter in Vegas. Oh, yeah, they claimed immediate, immediate responsibility. Of course, no. ISIS is on... Is on they're they're on the downfall right now. They need anything they could do to recruit. Yeah. You know, what is different between us and them? They are terrorists. We don't propagand. We don't terrorize propaganda. You know, propaganda through terrorism. Uh, uh, we 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 propaganda. We we propaganda through truth. And what is real and what is not. But ISIS did take claim for what happened in, in Vegas immediately. Yeah, that was us. That was our boy. Sure it was. Yeah, and I think this is going on because that's uh, part of Hillary's history. There's something going well, on. Well, I'll never be privy to all the top secret information that is available to POTUS or anybody else in, in, in um, NSA or FBI or anything else like that. I mean, it doesn't matter how much background or whatever research we do. We will never be uh, privy to that information. But we, we, we do do our research and we do do as much as we can. And uh, we, we do speak whatever truth truth is can come out of a matter. But for somebody to be able to shoot up a white church and call that retaliation? Yeah. That was a that was a sand nigger. That wasn't a nigger. That was a sand nigger. Big difference there. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You know, in Moore, Oklahoma, in Moore, Oklahoma, there was a uh, a nigger that was Muslim that actually chopped the head off of one girl and was trying to sever the head off of another girl. This is three years ago. You now, yeah. you know now, you know now, it's it Bond, Bond's Foods. You can look it up on the internet, Bond's Foods, massacre. Uh, do you know now that they are trying to get a jury together three years later uh. to try them? Is that the one that the uh, Obama would only say that it was a work-related, you know, uh, some disgruntled employee? Is what he said, and the guy was dressed. Yeah, in all it wasn't. Black it and, wasn't a disgruntled. I, you know, I have firsthand information about that. It wasn't a disgruntled employee. Well, I know, no, but that's Obama. what they said. 
Well, I know. I get. Yeah, I agree with you, Brother John. I'm not not disputing that. The Bonds Cruz employee said this fucking nigger was um, trying to preach the Muslim religion and the Muslim uh, ideology upon every worker. And when he when he didn't get anywhere because a lot of those people speak yeah or, or uh, of Hispanic origin that, that are Catholic that are Catholic yeah that are Catholic that don't agree with any Muslim or origin he come he come back with a fucking butcher knife cut one lady's head off or yeah, yeah one lady's head off is it's ever another yeah. Yeah, and they Three wouldn't. They later. wouldn't say it was some some terror attack. Hate crime. That's, that, that's a fucking hate crime. Yeah. Yeah. That's that one that Obama had a big problem with. He wouldn't say oh, what it was. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, he's a fucking dick nigger. Yeah, anyway. let's draw a line. Let's draw a line in the sand between more Oklahoma and Oklahoma City because um, that that's where the problem is. Give me a fucking break, really? Yep. Let's draw a yeah. line in the sand. Let's sugarcoat this shit to the point to where it's non-existent. Well, it's been yep. non-existent for three years. Now they're filing trans. Now this son of a bitch has actually been <coughs> seen by a judge. Holy shit! Same enough to stand trial. And now they're trying to do a jury selection on this motherfucker three years later. Right. Bullshit. He knew what he was doing when he went into it. He knew what he was doing when he did it. And Obama covered it up by saying, oh, it was just whatever. Yeah. So you had the far right, and now you got the far left, and everybody's calling the POTUS a racist. Well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Obama was fucking racist. I'll be right back. I got gunshots in my backyard. What? He heard gunshots in the backyard. Probably wrote on Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you get a lot of that down here in the turkey season, too. Uh, one of his neighbors probably shot a turkey off the back porch. Yeah, probably. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, one was, you know, they're, they're calling, you know, POTUS a racist, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Obama was a reverse racism. Racist. I mean, I hear it every day. Yeah, we got a black person in the fucking office. Well, he didn't do shit. Two lines in the sand. What the fuck good was he? Whoop, whoop, we got a black man in the office. Yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah, you know, fuck you and the horse she rode in on. Yeah, and all he did was power some other nation. All he did was sugarcoat everything that came his way. Right. Russians and, and, you know, invading our democracy as far as political, uh, you know, the, the, the political, uh, you know. I'm 
bombarded. Institution, it, yeah, the political institution as far as uh, uh, voting. Wow. Yeah. Facebook now has to come up with all these uh, sites that they, you know, basically it's shut down. They shut down other white power sites. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they've they've, they've, done, they've done a lot of shutdown. They've done a lot of shutting down now, and like I said, I'm surprised ours is still up and running. But it will be as long as I don't run out of funds. But uh, I've done everything I can to keep it up and running, keep everything truthful. Yep. Yeah. Some things seem awesome on it. Look at our website. There's not a whole lot you can bitch about. I mean, sure, it's a white power website. Being on there like a bunch of hillbillies calling niggers niggers. We're telling the tale of white people, you know, you need to wake up and see your own race. Uh, it's a lot different than what you're used to seeing on a lot of these other websites. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't we don't sit there and political politicalize anything. As far as well, this guy is, uh, you know. Our savior. Well, no, there's no savior as far as any politician that I'm concerned of. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, I mean, we put on whatever whatever we think it is the truth or whatever, you know, definition we can come up with is, is the truth as far as our research is and as far as what we do is homework. But anything else, I mean, if it's not true, then I guess our homework wasn't good enough. Yeah. Alive. I mean, uh, and, and these guys are for real. I mean, the more I read about it, I mean, they're right now they're threatening the white judge right here. And I'm not marking for the South African shit right now. Black first BLF. Black first plan. So, I mean, and anti-white racism and white identity. That's crazy, boy. And they can get away with this. And we can't. What's, what's the deal here? It's all reverse racism now. I know, but they can't talk like that. I can't. They can't. I mean, it's all... All against the white race. I mean, and they're getting away with this shit. I mean, they're really getting away with. Uh, if we talk like that, dude, we get in so much trouble. Uh, I wouldn't. Be, I'd be buried under the mountain with Matt Hale. Yeah, we'd all be buried under the mountain, but uh, we 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 do get away with it in in, in one sense. Yeah. We did get away with it for the website and in, in in some sense, but not all.
for the third America in the South Africa. I mean, it's really getting bad. Just like President Trump said, the South African uh, political uh, leaders need to do something about their own country. Right. Right? So, I mean, uh, with these guys saying shit like this, they might as well say, hey, we're coming to capture America. We're going to take it by storm and we're going to take it over. And this is the way it's going to be. We're going to kill all white people. What, like Hitler killed the Jews? I mean, these guys can't announce it like that and get away with it. I mean, there's RICO Act and, and uh, well, international police that think, you know, look at this shit. How, how is it that uh, a guy in uh, Germany can't wear a swastika on his fucking arm or his coat, but yet uh, a guy in South Africa just screams, uh, uh, kill all white. Mm. You know what I mean? Pretty sad. Well, it's, it's, it's a Dennis Evans standard for Generation, generation, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, it just fucked up, man. Just fucking be up poor with these people saying, give up everything you own. Like, I'm a poor white boy. Everything I own, I, I got a hard way. Uh, and uh, there ain't no way we get anything up for Every one of us worked for everything we got. And let some fucking niggers that lived in the ghetto all their life come and just take it from them. Are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, well, they, they, can come, they, can get, they can come get some anytime they want. They can yep. try. I'll leave the light on. Uh, I really believe, I mean, they've labeled uh, Antifa as a terrorist group now, and with all these niggers acting up, I, I can imagine they're looking at them like they look at us, and uh, they're going to have to pull some of the team off the white power guys and start looking at these niggers, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They're all coming from the same people, the same leaders, uh, are, are uh, brainwashing these uh, ghetto niggers into acting up, is they're only ghetto niggers because it's the way of life that they've chosen. I mean, they could, they've got all the programs handed to them, the state aid, the public aid, the fucking, you know, the SSI, all that shit, and they get it just like that. How come uh, they get jobs in front of the white man because of uh, laws we've passed? I mean, they, they've had, they got more opportunities than the white man. Uh, you know, every race out there, including our own white women, have fought for their rights. And it was the white man who wrote the Constitution. So uh, anytime you're fighting against the Constitution, you're fighting against the white man. Yeah. 
I mean, our forefathers wrote this Constitution for those laws to stick to our land. They're wanting to take away your freedom of speech. They're wanting to take away your choice of religion. They're wanting to take away your guns so you can't say no. <laughs> then you got Jeff like this guy in Las Vegas shooting shit up, which, you know, ties up all these um, government agencies and, and really it takes time away from them looking into groups like this coming into America and acting like that. I've lost his evidence. I'm here. Yeah, we're all getting more out. It's nine o'clock anyway. Um, you guys got um, I mean I'm I'm here, but yeah, I hear you now. I mean, yeah, they are taking away from other investigations that they really need to investigate. Uh, I mean, you know, they'll never keep the eye of scrutiny. Uh, from or away from us, actually. The, the eye of scrutiny will always be upon us and other organizations that oppose what the norm is. And the norm is, is like the brother was saying, oh, hey, you know, this black kid's trying to be friends with me and fucking school and this and that. And, you know, Brother Paul's trying to tell him, hey, well, you know, stay away from that kid. But he's trying to do it in a nice way, you know, and you got you got fucking white people out there that says, you know, uh, kill whiteies and you know Black Lives Matter. Well, you know what, dude? That's all fine and dandy. Whatever, whatever you think, but you you fucking stupid ass. You really think the kid would give two shits about you? And if you do, you're dumber than the sign you're holding up. Yeah, you're when you're holding. I mean, come on, guys, get, get a grip. Get, I mean. Who cares about you more than your own people? You, you think some subspecies cares about you more than your own? You're, you're fucking dead ass wrong, you're, or you're dead ass stupid. There's there's only one two analysis or synopsis you can come to, and that is you're dead ass wrong. You're dead ass stupid. I mean, there is no way, any way, shape, or form that. Another species, regardless if it's from the gorilla, which would be the black man, or, you know, guys, everybody knows that the shit pile, the shit always floats downhill. And the bottom of the globe is south, is, is Africa. That is where all the shit collided. That is where all the shit accumulated. And that is where all the shit is coming from. It, it, it will always be, and it will always be, it will, it will always be there. But shit does float downhill, and below us is the lower species now trying to take over our world, our land, and our freedoms. Started with Black Lives Matter as a political arm, and the new Black Panthers is the militant arm. The copy Pastor Butler, I mean, if you really want to think about it, because Church of Jesus Christ Christian was the political arm, or the, um, the, the yeah, political arm. No, they, 
Jesus Christ Christian was the huh? You could say they're learning something off those white guys. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, actually they are. And the militant arm was the United Nations. Yeah, and they got and they got the uh, government backing though, which we don't. Well, we've never had. Right. We've always been we've always been successful until two thousand and four. Yeah. After yeah, that, groups like this. It's, got been, it, it's been anybody's ball game. Huh? After that, it's been anybody's ball game. After Pat Butler died. Yeah, that's no lie. got rough after that. Like I was saying, you know, uh, all these guys that claim to be leaders were uh, leaving from the Aryan Nation and, uh, and membership or whatever they could get. And they were out for their own personal benefit, whether it be money, uh, whether they got in trouble and started telling on people or telling on their own flock is the deal. And, uh, and we see that with a few of them, like Bradley Jason. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, I'm sure Jeff Swoop's stolen on a few. And I guarantee heck it is that he's gotten busted himself with weapons and 200 pounds or, of fake meth uh, where they all point their fingers because we are bikers and say we're drug dealing and everything else. It's funny because now these same guys that were pointing their fingers at us are getting busted for the with the drugs and the guns. I mean, uh, it's only obvious what's really going on here. And these guys are using the white race for scapegoats and, and money. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, the, and the public's slowly catching on. And as they do, we're slowly growing. I hope so. I mean, we're in this. I, nobody could shut us down for 10 years. And we, we any of these guys blaming the Aryan Nation that say we're not. How come they haven't come to our front doors and told us that we, they, we better quit and make us quit? Because they don't have it. They can't do that. We could, we, and we shut them down. And we didn't even have to go knocking on their doors. Just by the shit we posted online. We get out there and we dig and we find her on the they will look at this and look at that. Suddenly they don't want to talk no more. Shortly after that, they don't want to claim the Aryan Nation's name no more. Because Brother, I, I shot down uh, Matt Heimbach. There's, there's, a, um, there's an article on Matt Heimbach and his Jewish girlfriend on, on our website with, with the traditional workers' party that got their access kicked in California. I shot down Jeff Shoup with his fucking... Um, Niglet grandkid and, and and whatnot. Guess what? Jeff Shoup didn't show up to my door. The NSM didn't show up to my door. No enforcers showed up at my door. I'm pretty sure they can find out who I am and where I am anytime, any, any day, any, any time of the week. But what really matters is we shut all these motherfuckers down, including Jeff Shoup and Matt Heinbeck, world-proclaimed Aryan Nation Alliance that signed all these organizations to the first yeah. <laughs> multi multi cultural no not multi cultural multi organizational 
first ever documentation. And we've been doing it. And if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Motherfuckers, you took that off our goddamn webpage. You plagiarized it to the fucking T. And we have evidence of it. Once people started figuring it out, man, they quit doing that. We shut down fucking Gillette. We shut down uh, Gillette. We never even talked to Gillette. They didn't even want to fuck with us. We shut down Gillette. Gillette didn't want anything to have to to do with us after the webpage came back up. Now, 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 you know, guys, you know what Gillette is doing? Morris D's Gillette. You know what he's doing to support his crack habit right now? What's that? Selling fake artifacts, Aryan Nation artifacts, on a website. On a website. Mulab.org. Remember, I told you that uh, two conferences ago, Mel. Yeah, he's reproducing uh, Aryan property, or he's sold belt buckles and uh, everything else. I mean, belt buckles, uh, you know. uh, SS tags and the whole nine yards. Yeah, you get that from Boris Gillette. Support his crack habit. I've called out Boris Gillette. I've called out every motherfucker, including, including, I've even called out, what's his dick fuck name? Uh, I've even called out Richard Spencer on this fucking show, personally. I've written Richard Spencer's fucking organization three times would not give me the time of day. So you know what I say to Richard Spencer? And I'll say this on this show right now. Fuck you and fuck the horse you rode in on. Because to me, you ain't fucking shit. And you never will be shit. All you are is a mouthpiece to the fucking dick media. You're sucking some Jewish dick. That's all you are. The thick sucking Jew. Yeah. Never responded to me. I told him who I was. I wanted to get in contact with him. I wanted to know what what it was about. Never gave me the time of day. Well, you know what? Okay. I don't take that personally. But when you still talk to the media, and then you turn around your mom's resort gets hit with a Jewish lawsuit, and then you whine about that. And then I write you back and I say, well, maybe you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. And you don't write me back and say, at least, fuck you. Well, I guess I was right. I didn't even get a fuck you. That's what's hilarious about this whole thing. I didn't get a fuck you from Jeff Sheep. I didn't get a fuck you from uh, Richard Spencer and I. Definitely didn't get a fuck you from Matt Hyback. And I talked shit about all three of them. I didn't get a fucking fuck you from uh, <laughs> Morris Gillette, Paul Millette, or anybody else. You know what? Our website proves exactly what it is. It is our mouthpiece to the world. And our mouthpiece to the world, according to the world globe, speaks for itself, is second to none, and we take nobody for granted, but it's second to none. We, we've, hit, we've hit countries that I never thought we'd hit, but 
We're not here to glorify ourselves. What we are here to do is inform our white brothers. We are here to inform them that the day is coming. The day is near. And unless you pull your ass and your head out of your out of your ass and out of your head out of out of the sand, you're gonna get fucked. Yeah. And we are not here, according to the boss and according to me, we're not here to save your fucking dumbasses. So because if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Yeah. That has been our slogan for Seven plus years, and our slogan today, it's the same thing. That goes the same thing is if you can't help yourself, then we can't help you. Either with us or against Right. If you can't take the necessary means to help yourself, then we can't help you. Don't come knocking on my door when you say, well, I called you a white supremacist, but you're right, brother. I'm not your fucking brother to get off my doorstep before I fucking kick you in the balls. Your pants up and go call that nigger across the street. He looks more like your brother. <laughs> yeah. Go, 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 go hit that guy you've been talking to for fucking years, brother. Go sit and you stand with that motherfucker. I guarantee you it ain't going to be to your benefit. Yeah. They're going to worry about how. Those niggers are going to kill us all. We're right. Yeah, that's not what you were saying when it wasn't cool to be white power. <laughs> well, it, it, you know what? It's not cool to be us. It's not cool to be us in any way, shape, or form. It wasn't cool for the, for the forefathers of the Constitution to be them. Had they been caught, they would have been hung. Right. We 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 are only embers in a small fire, not a male's bonfire. But we are only embers in a small fire. Where those embers go depends on the masses. But I think I think it's a fundamental basis we have what we need to, to survive as an entity. We have the correct brothers. We have the correct people in office. We have the correct people in, in conference, in the national conference. We have the correct everything that needs to be going our way. We need a little bit of recruitment. Yeah, everybody can and use a little bit more recruitment, but we're headed in the right direction. Nobody can take that away from us. But I will say one thing on this talk to you program. I have talked more shit to more motherfuckers than probably any white man to date. <laughs> Every right single in. one of them. <laughs> repercussions? What repercussions? Either they found out I was a crazy motherfucker or they just said, hey, if he's dumb enough to talk about us on talk shit and put us on a fucking website, maybe we don't need to mess with this honky. Yeah, something to be proud of. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It because is. I was actually trying to get, I was actually trying to recruit some of their good people out of their organizations. <laughs> there is like just the fact that you talk to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. 
started flying in Vegas, no cops took a knee. Bro, I, I, I don't sit here to brag. I, I don't sit here to say, hey, I'm the best thing since fucking sliced bread. I'll tell you the exact opposite. I think, you know, me from the bonfire, that I'm I'm basically just a idol. I don't, basically, when I'm in a function, I'm an idol. You know, I just, I'm I'm there to have a good time. I'm not there to talk shit on anybody. I, yeah, I mean, everybody there is my brothers, my sisters, my, my kids, and, you know, everything else. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, I, I look up to uh, Dennis McKiffin. I mean, he's 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 been a, a mentor of mine since uh, after we got past our arguments, our arguments, many arguments. <laughs> but we moved on, and, and and we did something that nobody else has. We moved on beyond. The, we we moved on, formed a a basic understanding of where we want things to go. This is where we organized and gathered where everybody else is separated. Mel will tell you that Dennis and I had several arguments. We basically didn't see, well, we we saw eye to eye, but we saw eye to eye, but we didn't see I die as far as what the power should be. And, but in the end, the common goal was the same. And we came to a common understanding. And that's where the common man has failed. The common white man has failed. And it's understanding of what is their demise. Right. That is their failure. I have not failed. Oh, we're right. My brothers have not failed. Our individuals that want to call themselves white have failed. They want to sit on the fence have failed. They, they want to, you know, be friends with, you know, holding up signs say, kill whitey. Okay. I'll remember that when you come knocking on my door. You know what I mean? That's where they have failed. We we have not failed as a brotherhood or brother you know, brothership or a club or or, or an organization. Of course we're on a hate watch list and I laugh at that due to the mere fact that who do I hate? The only people that I've actually attacked was dumbasses out there claiming to be the Virgin Mary. Of the white power race. I'm like, really? Okay, well, let's see what this son bitch got to say. Let's see what this guy's got to say. Basically, I was calling people out. Yeah, we call that false flag. And, and, to, my, and, and to my dismay, nobody responded. So, therefore, I, I, at that point in time, knew I was with the correct organization that does everything 100% legal. I'm with the correct brothers, and I will not sway for the decision that I made 10 years ago. Uh, not today, not tomorrow, not never. Yeah. 
Well, now, yeah, they are, and you know, like I said, you know, we've we've called out everybody. I mean, you know, uh, I wish everybody would have saw the web page when we obtained it, and then actually, Mel will tell you that I actually deleted it by accident, and we had to rebuild it all the way from zero. We went from uh, yep. uh, the last guy that was next in front of it. Uh, he, he thought we were doing good at three to 500 hits a month. And Sadie took it over, and we, we jumped from five to 5,000, from 5,000 to 8,000. Right now, we're at 10,000 hits a month. Well, last month was $23,000, or 23,000 hits, but uh, you, you messed with a certain news organization, and everybody was checking us out. Major City, Chicago. Ahead. I don't put up a fucking hell of a can of worms, Chicago land worms, I call it. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Obviously, we, we, we've basically gotten what I paid for. Sucks still up. We, we put everything through the test, that's the test, I'm telling you that's so nice. We put that way through the bus and got 20 pounds hit jump. Boom, in like two days. <laughs> Oh, they they were deleting us every every which with every which way and shape and form they could. Yeah, like like a good football player, though we can run. So we 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 run that ball right down to the pole. We got our fucking our uh, radio show back up and going, and we uh and we never did lose our website. We never did drop the ball. <laughs> Everybody back. 
it was interesting having uh, brother uh, out out in Arizona on. Um, obviously, he, he he's really solid, and RJ likes the hell out of him, and uh, that that to me vindicates him as an individual. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean anybody that uh, would see RJ walking up, if he was Antifa, they'd be running the other way. I mean, RJ pretty much could take on 30 Antifa motherfuckers without even just, I mean, with just looking at him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he's a fucking giant. Uh, but, I mean, he's also one hell of a cool, a cool dude, a cool brother, as long as uh, you're like-minded. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, I wish I would be up there for uh, the reunion conference. Uh, tell, you know, uh, the brother that told me, uh, Reverend, um, you know, that I wish I could have been there, uh, which I can't. I got to work. Uh, but uh, Damn, let's go. That, that, is that this weekend, all right? You guys are heading up this weekend? Yeah. yeah. We're leaving tomorrow. Sometime tomorrow morning. Oh. Uh, and, uh, I can't wait, man. It's been a month or so since I've been up to the compound. Starting to have uh, withdrawals. Well, that's what I was having when I went up to the camp for the bonfire. Yeah. Yeah, that's what J.B. said when he called last time, too. He's having, uh, he's having brotherly withdrawals. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't, I can't be there. I mean, I could probably get off... Saturday early, but, you know, it'd be a, what, 15, 15, 16-hour drive <laughs> one way? Yeah, visit for an hour and hop in your car and drive right back home. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pretty much. It's hard as fuck, but... Yeah, we'll miss you. Well, maybe we do a BC or some bullshit. I don't know. We'll we'll see when. Uh, well, I, yeah, I know. I know what's going to happen is everybody's going to get together and, uh, you know, like a conference where we got to take pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to bring a camera this time so we can get pictures. I have thought for sure. Much oh, okay. I got to send him James's uh, uh, James's uh, address so he can be there. He has to be to set up a stand and sell some Confederate flags and hats. Uh, I told him he sure could. He wanted me to make sure he was off, but you know we all feel the same about Marky. Come down and set up his stand anytime we got a function going on. Oh yeah, big time. Mark said, "Oh, it's a brother." Yeah. Uh, All right, bro. Like, like I said, it's getting real late for me. Okay. And, uh, I got to get up at 3, 3 a.m., so. Yeah. I'll say, hell, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow sometime, John. I'll probably call you in the morning and we can set a time up to meet. Okay. Yeah. That'll work. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, hell, victory, guys. Well, hell, victory and white power, white, white power, worldwide. Hell, victory. Elevator. Elevator. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.